systems are a go. Confirming all systems are a go. Launching the podcast. Three, two, one. This is Hello from Mars. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hello from Mars. I know, I know, I've been slacking. Is it really slacking though? I mean, you you don't know all the crap I've had going on. I'm not gonna get into it yet. It will be on a future episode though, I will tell you that right now. And just just a little tease, um, there may or may not have been a needle in my eye. And I might have to do it all over again in like a week. So I'm just saying, there's been some shit going on, all right? So I'm sorry that the episodes have been slacking, but uh, kind of is what it is at this moment. And, you know, we are going to take a little bit of a breather, you know, come summertime before we jump back into it. Uh, but I do want to get some new episodes your way. So there's today, there's there's probably a couple weeks from now, and then maybe even a couple weeks after that as well. <laughs> like I said, I want to get some new episodes out there. It's just been a little hectic. And, uh, you know, what's crazy is, you know, here we are, right? The, the world has been absolutely nutty. It's been two years of this pandemic. And God, I was just actually seeing in my Facebook memories how <laughs> this is awful. But two years ago at this point, we were really focused on puzzles and, and Lego sets. And I just want to say we've come a long way, don't you think? Uh, <laughs> sure feels it, but it also feels like a gigantic lifetime ago. How is it only two years ago? It's it's just really crazy when you think about it. But that being said, you know, we've been kind of making this trek forward a little bit, right? And, and just trying to enjoy ourselves in the ways that we can. And, you know, first of all, I feel like, <laughs> you know, we start to get out of this pandemic and mother nature's like, yeah, I'm all for it. And the gas prices are like, hold up, hold my beer, uh, you know, and then we can't really do much because it's going to cost everything that we own. Uh, but hopefully that'll change around a little bit. I've been in that process of like, I just want to have fun. And, uh, you know, I've been saying, and again, this will come up on a future episode that every time I have a medical bill that comes in, I may book a trip. Um, and I don't feel bad about it either. Cause it, again, it's been a long couple of years that I just want to go and enjoy myself. Uh, so I do have a trip coming up, <laughs> excuse me, that I am going to be going to Florida. And this was something that was originally going to be happening. And then some plans fell through and then, and then some new plans happened. And so now I'm heading to Fort Lauderdale in just a couple of weeks. Actually, it's going to be, oh God, that first week of April, I think. Now, I made this plan to go to Tortuga Music Festival. And if you're not familiarized with this uh, and you don't like country music, then you would hate every second of it. Um, but, you know, I, I don't mind country music. In fact, since being in country radio, I've actually started to embrace quite a bit of it. And literally like every big name you can possibly think of is going to be at this festival over the course of three days. So here's the thing is like, once I realized I was going to go to this, it was already sold out. <laughs> so bummer there, but you know, nothing is truly ever sold out. So what I did was I went and I started doing some research. I went to Google, you know, ticket buying websites, three of them immediately pop up and, you know, seem to be very reliable, right? StubHub, awesome, used them a bunch. SeatGeek, I've also used quite a bit. Vivid seats I hadn't used, but I kept an eye on them. They're in the top three. How bad could they be, right? So I go and, and I've been watching them for a number of days. And as I watch some prices start to drop, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to bite the bullet. I'm going to do it. All right, a little neck crack and let's go. And uh, 
I go in and I, I buy these seats. Um, now, it, what, what I was a little concerned about after the fact was I buy these tickets and, and then afterwards it says may not ship until April 6th. The problem is my flight is April 7th and the festival is April 8th. And regardless of the fact that they're going to ship overnight, that still doesn't mean I could get on the plane with those tickets. You know, it might still not be there. So I, I had a little bit of a heart palpitation that happened <laughs> and I was slightly in some panic mode because I definitely dropped some, some coins. <laughs> I did end up using vivid seats. So I call and it's like, your hold time is eight minutes. I'm like, that's doable. But then it starts going through the prompts again. And I'm like, yeah, but if I'm waiting for an operator, why am I pressing a number? Like, I, I, you told me I had eight minutes. Then it's like, your wait time is 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening? So clearly I'm not getting anybody on the phone, right? So I'm like, all right, I'll go ahead. I'll send an email. And I just let that be for like a day and a half. And I'm like, they're not getting back to me very quickly. So I send another email. I try to call again. No, no, clearly nobody is going to pick up that phone. So then I decided I'm going to just blow up every social media account they got in their DMs and see what happens. And, uh, and they do reply via Twitter. This was interesting because like they go ahead, they respond to me. Next thing you know, I get an email that comes up. So whoever's running Twitter alerted customer service who then gets back to me already seeming a little funky and shady, right? So a couple of days go by and, and I get a phone call, some girl named Caitlin, she was very pleasant and said, we saw that you had some concerns. So I wanted to take down your hotel address for, you know, a backup purpose, just in case your tickets send for six or later. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel so much better. Like, thank you so much. Um, and then we hang up, we part ways, life goes on. A couple of weeks go by. And next thing you know, I, uh, I get an email that pops up saying my tickets have been sent. And I'm like, oh my God, so much earlier than I expected. I'm thrilled. I send a screenshot to my friend and then I look and I'm like, well, when are they going to deliver? And I click, they're getting sent to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm in upstate New York. That's a problem. I'm not going to be to the hotel in weeks. <laughs> so there's nothing safe about that. So here I am now in super panic mode at like 9.30 on a Thursday night. Nobody's picking up that customer service line. Ain't nobody gonna get back to me on Twitter at 9.30 on a, on a Thursday night. So I call UPS. They're like, yes, ma'am, I can see that your name's on the package, but I can't do anything about it because I can't confirm that it's you. I'm like, you're no help, click. Uh, and then I try to call the hotel. I mean, that's a whole different story, uh, honestly. <laughs> um, but eventually I go to bed. I call the hotel again the next morning. And the scenario is like when they get packages, they hold them, they put them in a locked room, still don't feel safe about it, like at all. And this is not my fault. Like this is a seller who should have been checking out the notes and noticing, hey, there's two delivery addresses. I wonder why. Hmm. I now have Vivid Seats blowing up my, my Twitter uh, the next day. And one, one is like saying, yes, they are going to reroute these tickets. And then I get the email telling me that they can't. And I'm like, so which is it guys? Then I watch the tickets get delivered to the hotel. And I'm like, well, there goes all my money. <laughs> there it goes. It's just down the drain. It's bye-bye. And um, nobody seemed all that concerned. In fact, I have a DM 
from Vivid Seats that literally says, well, I'm glad that you got the tickets. Enjoy the festival. I'm like, what? I got the ticket. I'm in another state, brah. What do you mean I got the tickets? In fact, I think that my reply with him was all in capitals. Like I did not get your tickets. Uh, where are we, where's the confusion? So it turned into me having to truly blow them up on Twitter, like to the public. <laughs> and then I, I got a refund uh, because listen, you don't mess with me. Okay. Like this was seriously bad customer service. And the reason that like, you don't want to be that middleman between the buyer and the seller, because this is what happens, right? Like if I could have just communicated with the seller, there wouldn't, this wouldn't have been a problem. Uh, but they try to work the rigmarole and here we are. What I'm throwing out there, uh, first of all, I had many stories that came through uh, about, about Vivid Seats, which by the way, clearly don't use them ever. Uh, you know, I will highly recommend SeatGeek. I will highly recommend StubHub. Uh, through Boston, there is Ace Tickets, which also, I mean, they don't just sell tickets only in Boston. It's all over the place, but they're very, very reputable. Um, but I did take some stories of some also like bad experiences that listeners have had with other businesses. And this is awful, uh, but but Jessica hit me up on Instagram. Her, her original comment was, local restaurant once refused to give a refund on raw chicken wings. We had words. So of course I needed to know more, right? So I, I ended up DMing her. And it goes as follows. This story is bananas. Uh, where, where is it here? <laughs> One moment, please. Uh, so let me scroll back real quick. She goes, it's quite the story. But the owner told us that in 20 something years, they had never given a refund, which my husband replied, well, history is about to change. <laughs> I don't blame him. One second. Raw chicken wings. Uh, she gave us a refund after that. Also worthy of noting, at one point, she threatened to call the cops. We weren't being threatening at all. She just wanted us to leave and we weren't leaving without a refund. And we were like, great, call them. <laughs> so I also found somebody who had an equally awful experience with Vivid Seats and uh, kind of befriended her on Twitter. Her name is Hillary. So let's chit chat with her now and get her story. <laughs> hey, new friend. Hey, new friend. What's going on? Oh, you know, I was actually laughing when I turned this on. There's a huge picture of me that I stuck in the living room the other day. And I was like, oh, my God, you can see me, but you can see me. Wow. Yeah. It's a. It's and then a my sister's here. Trippy kind of situation. Like, Hey, sis. So tell me a bit, a little bit about your Vivid Seats experience. Was this the first time that you had used them? No, this is like the third time I would say in the history. So you had some success years. then? No, <laughs> yes, but no. Okay. Because so the first time I ever used them, I bought um, a gift for my husband. We bought Kid Rock tickets to Houston and Texas where... <laughs> He travels for line work. So he was living in Dallas at the time, loves Kid Rock. And I was like, cool, well, I'm going to buy these tickets. They're right around Super Bowl. We'll drive to Houston from Dallas. I'll fly there because I was still living in California. And we'll like make it this whole experience. We couldn't get into the concert. So what Vivid Seats does is like, they'll ask you how you want your tickets delivered. Right. Like you, right? Yep. So instead of sending the tickets to us, it was an electronic entry, even though I chose the mm -hmm. physical tickets, but I just assumed like, okay, everything's going to an electronic platform, you know, whatever, 
issue, not a big deal. So I think the second experience that I had was fine, not a big deal. You know, the tickets, that's where they were offered, bottom, went to the show, knew I had to have the app, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But this last experience is the only time that I'll ever have made the mistake of purchasing through them by not doing enough research to avoid it. Um, and it also happened to my sister who's sitting right next to me. So, you know, with all these canceled concerts or rescheduled concerts, Vivid Seats didn't just give you a refund where like Ticketmaster did. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of those sites, I mean, SeatGeek, StubHub, you know, they've all really stepped up, you know. Yeah, StubHub is, I've never had a problem with StubHub ever. No, I've no, never I, had a problem with Ticketmaster ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, like, you know, they got hurt during all this, like tremendously, but they were still at least a solid business that went and they, they, they did what they knew they had to for their customers. You know, it's one of those things where it's better making the investment to say, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Then <laughs> you were not giving you your money back. Right. right so, right. Um, so it all started, I bought these tickets in December of 2019. Okay. Well, or a Christmas gift for my daughter. Right. So I was like, what are we going to get her for Christmas? Oh, Jojo's playing in Syracuse at the time. Her and my, ne my niece were obsessed. Jojo shoes, yeah. Jojo bows, you know, everyone. And, and I'm just going to say more Halloween. power to you for wanting to sit through that, but you know, I, <laughs> but I guess you didn't have to. So you went sort of in the I mean, end. I was going to, I was just going to, you know, <laughs> have someone drive us and make sure that I had a bottle of wine before I left. Um, <laughs> So I, I know that friends of hers are also going because she, her, my niece, um, their friend Blake and their friend uh, Kinley have all been friends now in kindergarten together. So oh, their cool. moms had gotten tickets too. So we were going to make it like a thing. Yeah. Well, once they released that the concert wasn't going to happen, which was, you know, probably two days before it was supposed to happen at that mm -hmm. time, they sent out a rescheduled date. Laura, that's Kinley's mom, and Dana, that's Blake's mom, immediately received a refund because they got their tickets through Ticketmaster. Oh, okay. So I called Vivid Seats and I asked for a refund and said, the new date is 7-2021. I don't know what we're going to be doing in, you know, a, a year and two months virtual from now. So <laughs> I'd rather have a refund if we decide to go repurchase the tickets, go to the event. At that time, they said, well, you know, we can't do that. Let me ask you, though, how did you contact them initially? Via initially, email? I contacted them by calling. And did somebody back, actually pick up? Back two years ago, someone actually picked up. Wow, that's impressive. Um, but, you know, I was probably pressing every button you could press until I got someone on the phone. Yeah, but can I tell that. you, I was, I was on that phone and it's like, your wait time is eight minutes. And then it started all the prompts again. And then it's like, your wait time is 10 minutes. And I'm like, holy shit, what just happened? See, I'm like a non-giver upper. So sometimes I'll just do it just to see how long it's going to take. Like, <laughs> hey, Brittany, watch this. Let's see how long this is going to take. Like, I'm going to talk to someone. I right. think I was on hold for like an hour and 20 minutes oh, before man. someone was on the phone. And it was that same thing yeah. going back to the prompts, back to the wait time, back to whatever. And I just kept going. They said that they hadn't fully developed their, um, you know, ticketing issue at that time because they had had 
so many event cancellations and with COVID-19 and what the rules are going to be going forward, they hadn't, you know, kind of adapted a policy. The tickets would still be sitting in, you know, my right app yeah. or whatever it was. And that, you know, closer to the date, the seller will issue them. So you don't even have issued merchandise, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. And every time you look at them, it says, this is not a ticket. Well, if it's not a ticket and you didn't distribute the tickets to me, then how did, how did I use them? What I'm wondering too is because Vivid Seats is the middleman here and we never get to actually communicate with the seller, which is how all these sites work, but every other one tends to have a little bit better customer service, a lot better customer service. Did that seller get the refund like your, your friends did? And then- you know, here we are and there's really no tickets in the, in the first place now. I have no idea. So the first concert was five, three, 2020. Okay. The next concert rescheduled date was seven, 2021. Okay. They sent me an email on March 7th, 2021, telling me that the concert was rescheduled to two 20, 2022. And that's it. Yeah, you would think at that point they have protocol in place. They know what they're doing for these shows and they have an option for those who have bought these tickets. You know, you can either continue waiting and, and hold these tickets in your, um, you know, in your account or, you know, you can be uh, granted a refund. Just please let us know and whatever. But obviously right. that is not what happened because that's, that's not how an option. you want Twitter. Uh <laughs> In between March and July of last year, I called again. No answer, no person, no nothing. So online chat, you know, how do I get my money back? I don't care that it was rescheduled. This is the second time. This is ridiculous. You should give me my money back. Nothing. Well, that's just Can't a robot. Do that. It's rescheduled. <laughs> you know, the robot. It's rescheduled. What's your ticket number? Da, 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 da. Sorry, we can't help with this at that time. All right. Well, whatever. And I just kind of forgot about it. And then every once in a while, I would look in my app to see if they were in there. But there was never like upcoming date, you know, concerts coming. Like there was yeah. never an alert. You buy an airline ticket, they email you every day up until the minute of your <laughs> flight so you don't miss it. But right. Vivid Seeds told me in March 7th of 2021, and that's valid communication. Right. So irritated. Like it's, to me, it's really not necessarily about the money. Like I, it's not like I'm not going to survive without the money. Right. Well, it's poor customer service. It's like, poor how customer is a, service. How's the business it's like the fact that existing? You took it, you never distributed a ticket because the seller has the ticket. And then the robot's telling me that my event is upcoming. Like not like you missed your event, like right. your your event is coming in. Like it's all just auto-generated response. Oh, it is. And it was just unbelievable. The fact that of all places, Twitter was where you could actually get a human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no one responded to Facebook. No one responded on Instagram. No. The only nope. place they've responded is Twitter and all the replies on Twitter are the exact same. See, mine haven't been my, no. like, I, I mean, I got a lot. Oh, this, wow. No, yeah. I didn't. I mean, get I was given, like you said, how you don't give up girl. I don't give up too. Nobody's effing with me. Uh, yeah. cause I, you know, the thing is, is I had dropped, uh, I, I hate saying this almost $700 on this music festival because it's sold out and it's three days. So I was like, all right. I've I'm gone gonna... to a million music festivals. So 
Yeah. So I was just like, all right, let's do it. Let's have some fun. Everything is said and done as of right now. Have you ever gotten a refund? No, nothing else. And, and nope. literally nobody has communicated with you on Twitter at all. They emailed me back saying that they, it wasn't part of their, every time that you try to do this, like from a standpoint where it's not just an address issue, like if you had had an event and it's been rescheduled and you look at the site, it tells you that there's absolutely no refunds or credits given. And they literally write that back to you in a, you know, generated email response. And like when they were talking to me on Twitter, it was that like, hi, Hillary, we're so sorry for your negative experience. You know, we love the opportunity to look into your, you know, your account further. Then I sent them a screenshot of all the information talking with their own customer service agent. And then they write back after I blasted them again on Twitter and said, look how good they are at following up with their customer service, ignored again. And then they wrote me again and said, our goal is to empower all our fans and be at the live events they love and have an amazing experience. Please provide us with the order number. Again, What a beautiful copy and paste that person did. (laughs) And then the last time it's the same thing. After much investigation on my end, um, I did start searching Better Business Bureau. um, Mm -hmm. And what I saw was people that did have canceled events, filed complaints, and then somebody from Vivid Seats had replied and like claiming that a refund had been issued and whatnot. So if you guys haven't done that just yet, that might be the next avenue to, to start navigating a little bit. So I just hope that you haven't been through anything uh, nearly as, as bad, uh, but I, and I hope that you've got some you know good plans coming up because I think we all deserve it at this point, right? But the lesson here is don't use Vivid Seats. Um, the other lesson is if you do, blow them up on Twitter, and you're going to get some financial gain. Uh, turns out too, they're letting me keep the tickets if they actually still exist when I get to Florida. So maybe I'll make a pretty penny on them. Who knows? Uh, but I think I deserve it at this point. I think we all do uh, to get a little uh, little happiness in our lives. So if you haven't booked yourself a vacation, I highly suggest it. I've got three in the works. Uh, so I'm sure I'll let you know how all those go. But if you do have a story that you want to share, please head on over to Instagram, head on over to Facebook, uh, just search Hello from Mars podcast. I would love to hear about your bad business experience or, you know, even on the flip side, if you had like an, like amazing experience with the business, they also deserve uh, some shout outs too, because they don't get the credit they deserve. Um, You know, we don't tell people about the good stuff. We spread the word about the bad, um, you know, because we all need to avoid the bad. That's what it comes down to. But I've got more episodes of Hello from Mars coming in just a couple of weeks. I've got guests lined up. Kelly's going to be coming back. I'm going to try to get Bill back as well. So we'll have some fun. And uh, I look forward to wrapping up before the summer with some good stuff. So thanks for tuning in for this shorter episode. But hey, very worthwhile. Wouldn't you agree? More Hello from Mars is coming at you soon. Stay safe, guys. Oh, hey. 